Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey there. Welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area based in Pinconning. You can find us online by going to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click the listen button to ask questions and listen to past episodes of the show. And uh, we've got lots of great information on tap today. We're going to be talking a little bit about what the first visit looks like when you come in to meet with Kevin and the team. We're also going to go over some famous last words and uh, see how these things may come back to bite you in retirement if you're uttering these things. How you can live a scandal-free retirement and maybe answering some of your questions on the mailbag. All of that on the docket today. Kevin Ray with us. Kevin, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, Walter. Got back from our annual Indian River trip, had some fun up there, did some boating, did some fishing, got a little sun, and I'm ready to go for the week. How about yourself? What'd you catch? Did you catch anything good? We caught some big bluegill and some big uh, sunfish up there. I'm oh, talking very eight, nice. eight, eight, nine inch bluegill and sunfish. They were, they were very uh, nice panfish, and mm. they were even better in the frying pan when we cooked them. I bet so. they were. Did you, yeah. uh, the bluegills, they, they put up a good fight, don't they? They do for a little, little, you know, guys, they, they fight like the Dickens. So, yeah. you know, they, they fight pretty good. So, do you like to go with heavy tackle to make it easy, or you like going with real light tackle to kind of add to the challenge a little bit? No, I go light tackle. Okay. So, you know, I just got a little, little rod, or I took the fly rod, but I was You like too seeing windy. that rod bend way over, like you got something really big on the <laughs> other end. And... I do, yeah. And it feels like it too when you get those little guys on there and, and they're fighting like that because they're fighters. It does make it more fun. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a joke between me and my buddy Steve. I said, You need the club, you know, because we're nice. going to. I mean, you need the net, I should say. We get that big monster. It's eight or nine inches, you know. Yeah, so. that's great. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't club it to death, Kevin. That sounds pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. Just, so, yeah, we've got a great show on the way today. Glad that you are doing well. I am also. And uh, let's dive into things. Before we get to our main topic of the day, though, I had to share the fun fact of the week with you, Kevin. But, uh, oh, no, what was Now I can't seem to remember what it was. Um, I'm so forgetful these days. Let me see. Oh, that's right. I remember now. Um, being forgetful can be a sign of high intelligence. I'm not making that up. This is according to researchers from the University of Toronto. I guess since I was just so forgetful right there, that was a good sign. This is going to be a long show if we try to lean into this a bit too much, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> so being Forgetful is a sign of high intelligence, according to who? According to researchers from, I forget the university that said that, but it was some university, I think. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to blame it on being highly intelligent <laughs> from this point forward. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I thought you'd get a kick out of that one. I did. I did. That was a good one. I'm sure all our listeners can use that now, too. So Yeah, I really want to see the stats behind that study. I'm not going to trust that one just off of the uh, the, the simple sentence there. You Are you implying it may be fake? 
fake news? Uh, it could be fake news. It could be fake news. I think this might have been shuffled under the fun fact of the week by accident and should have been under the fake news of the week. So <laughs> okay. Maybe. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to look it up when we're done. Yeah, we'll go so, check it out. If yeah. you can remember uh, to do it after the I'll, show today. Yeah, yeah. Remind me, will you please? It's a, it's a whole hour away. We may not remember. So That's true. We'll see. All right, let's get into it, Kevin. You know, some people, you know, we've probably got a lot of folks who have listened to this show many, many years at this point. We've been on for a long time here on the local radio, and we also have folks who may be tuning in for the first time. And I think either camp, there might be some people who are nervous about the idea of meeting with a financial advisor because, I don't know, maybe one of the reasons is they just don't know what to expect. I think uh, my parents were in this category. As they were getting closer to retirement, they kind of were like, oh, I, I don't really know what all is involved with that. Do I need a financial advisor or am I qualified to meet with one? You know, they, there's just lots of uncertainty about that kind of thing. Some people think they're just going to be sold something that they don't need. Maybe they're going to be chastised. <laughs> you know, the neg- oh, it's going to be a negative meeting. Maybe they're embarrassed about how much money they've saved for retirement and maybe it should be more and they're going to be chastised for not handling their money well. So there's fear involved. So what I want to do is take out some of that mystery of what that first visit looks like with you, Kevin, kind of go behind the scenes a little bit and find out a little bit more about, you know, what we can expect when we come in to meet with you. That sound good? You willing to open up the curtain a little bit? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So first of all, if I'm thinking about coming in to meet with you, what kind of prep are we talking about? How hard is it to get prepared for a visit? And what do I need to have ready? Oh, that's a pretty easy one, Walter. So let me, let me go through the steps that we typically do here. So first thing, if you come in our office, we tell everybody, leave your checkbook home because we're not going to try to sell you something, as you said earlier. You're first going to talk to the sensational Stacy. So that's where it starts. You call Stacy and you're going to pick a time when you, when it's convenient you come into the office. And then from and, that point. And not every business <clears throat> has a sensational Stacy, by the way. No. And then she is sensational, by the way. So, And then she will email you exactly what to bring in. So there's no guessing. And it's pretty simple. We want your social security statements. You know, we want your account values, you know, income tax returns, all those things like that. And when you come into the office, we're going to ask you a few more questions. What does your ideal retirement look like? So when you come in, the first the first visit, Walter, we build that simplicity plan for you. I don't know if you knew that or not. But that's the first thing we do. We don't you know, gather information when you come in. We're going to build the plan right then and there because most people that want to come into the office, they want an idea where they sit. Can they retire? Are they on track? Are they not on track? All of these other things. So we're going to build that within normally an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. And you're going to have a really good idea of what your retirement is looking like, whether it's feasible or whether it isn't. And the day of your appointment, when you come in, yeah, like I said, it's going to take maybe an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. And if you leave here, um, you can go to, you know, local pink conning here. I like to plug the local businesses. You can go to Valley's Meat Market, Beeson's, Frank's, or Randy's Hardware. We've got all kinds of things to do here. The Bay's just down the road. But the first visit is just to get to know you. Come on in and let's see if you're on track, if you're not on track. And then let's, I always tell everybody this. I'm going to send you home with some homework. And the homework is this. Do you have any big bucket list items that we need to incorporate? Is the income enough that we're stating for? Do you need, you know, any other, um, we call them life events. Is there any life events that we need to plan for? Those types of things. And we'll do all that in an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. And then if you want to come back from that point forward, you come back and we'll, and we'll narrow it down to where you feel comfortable. This is the plan you want to go with. And then we put you on your way and we give you some recommendations two or three times after that. 
So this is not the kind of thing where you come in to meet with you and, you know, eight meetings later, you finally reveal, um, you know, here's what your plan is going to look like. But before you do, sign this dotted line to see what your plan is going to look like after you've kind of strung things along. Like you're getting into the planning right off the bat. Right off the bat, because that's what people typically want. You know, after doing this, as you put it, three plus decades, one of the first questions is, what brings you in today? And they typically want to know if they're on track, if they're doing good or you know, those types of questions. And then, so I just started doing it. Let's get right into the planning process. Let's, let's get it right up in front of you so you can see it. And it's straightforward. By the way, if you do want to talk to Kevin about your financial plan, uh, about this process and set up time for that first meeting, that first visit, you can give him a call at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 or go online to insightfolios.com. So here's a question. Do you you ever have to be stern with somebody to make sure that they're aware of the seriousness of their situation? You know, we talked about that fear of being chastised, but do you ever have to provide a little bit of pushback here and there? We do occasionally, you know, and I can give you an example, Walter. We had a a lady who won the the lotto. Now you would think, you know, $7.1 million. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 You think somebody won $7.1 million, they should be all set. But in this particular case, this is when they paid it out. So they were paying out over 20 years. They had seven years left uh, on that payment. It was about $300,000 a year. Well, of course, when you win $7 million, your lifestyle is a little different than it was before you won the $7 million in this case. So I sat down and I did the planning process. I said, you need to set aside a good chunk of that $2.1 million, $2.1 million that's coming to you. The only income you're going to have in seven years is going to be your Social Security income. And that was only going to be $1,400 per month. Now, we went from you know $300,000 a year to $1,400 a month. And they just, for whatever reason, they said, you know, we're going to take our chances. We're going to live now and we're going to do what we're going to do. And they never did do any planning. And then seven years later, guess what? They called my office, wanted to know what we could do. I can't do anything for you right now. But I tried to be, I don't want to say stern, but I tried to be as upfront as I could. You really need to do this. You really need, you know, to sit down. You really need to, you know, go forward and start some planning for the eighth year because that's when the trouble's going to sit in. You're good for seven years because you got more than enough income, but it's the eighth year and beyond that you're not. And it just couldn't get through to them for whatever reason. So my advice is, you know, don't take a chance that something's going to work out for you. You know, you can take a chance on a $2 lottery ticket if you want, but don't take chances on your retirement. Sit down and do that planning and don't think things are going to work out because they've always have in the past. And that's just one example. There's a few other examples I could give you, but that's that's the one that comes to mind when you ask me that question. Great points there, Kevin. So thanks for that insight of how you have to address the seriousness uh, that might pop up in someone's situation. What is a question maybe that you often ask people in that first visit that they weren't expecting you to ask? Do you ever catch folks by surprise? You mean like a, a question other than financial, something like that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Or yeah. I mean, it could be something financial, just anything that gets somebody kind of, you know, at, like, oh, I didn't think you'd be asking me that. A lot of questions I have, depending on how old you are, is do you have parents, children, or grandchildren you're providing income support for? Some Sometimes, you know, people look at me, well, no, but some people do, you know, for whatever reason, you know, some, you may be taking care of your parents or a lot of grandparents are taking care of their grandchildren right now. So we need to plan for that. The other one you would think is common sense, Walter, but a lot of people never get asked this. Do you have an updated beneficiary on all your accounts? And I can tell you time and time and time again, I've been told, yes, I do. And then I say, can we pull it up? 
And when we go to pull it up, it's not updated. In fact, it needs to be updated. That's the number one thing I think people should do before you come in is update your beneficiaries, look at your your beneficiaries to make sure those things are there. Another thing is do you have powers of attorney in place? I'm talking about financial and health powers of attorney. A lot of, I, I think a lot of advisors don't go down that road and, and ask that. That's a critical part, part of planning. So I have a client right now. He's um, not doing good, and he's got the on stages of um, dementia, and his daughter is the power of attorney. Now, if we didn't have that power of attorney put in place, nobody could help him plan. Then we'd have to go through the court systems and get these other things. And then the other question I typically ask is, what's the one or two things that really brought you in today that we can address and, and, and help you get answers for today. So those are some of the questions that I think that people often don't get asked when they're going into somebody's office, but those are the questions that I like to ask here because after doing this 30-some years, I just you know pick up on some trends that happen here or there, and then I kind of get to know what some people may you know, maybe lacking in their planning as far as that goes. It's a great overview so far of what that first visit looks like with you in the office, Kevin. And I want to give people the opportunity to call in in case you don't have time to listen to the entire radio show today. You can call in and have a conversation with Kevin and set up that time to meet for this first visit now while you're thinking about it. Uh, If you'd like to set up time to meet for a complimentary review, that first initial visit with Kevin, you can come in by dialing 888 885 plan that's 888-885-7526 and as kevin just detailed for us is not a lot of documents and things like that that you've got to have prepared and ready really all you need is the will to plan you need to have the will to get ready for retirement and address your financial issues and your financial future and uh, take a look at what you've done with your life savings and how are we now going to transition that into your later years to make sure that it lasts as long as you do that's the math that's the equation that's the type of problem solving uh, and how it all begins so give kevin a call and you can come in for that visit at the office in pinconning but it can all start with a simple phone call and if you get the voicemail just leave a quick note Kevin and the sensational Stacy will follow back up with you. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. We'll continue talking about the first visit, what it looks like when you come into the office for the first time with Kevin. As we continue on today's show, I've got more questions about what that first visit looks like. So we'll continue the conversation coming up next here on Simply Financial. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. That's what we thought. Thanks for joining us today on Simply Financial. Walter here with Kevin Ray, financial coach, Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. You can find him in his office most of the time in Pinconning, uh, or he'll be out on the lake fishing or something like that. Uh, easy, easy to <laughs> you spot may, him. You may see me on Saginaw Bay, yes. That's right. So he's either one or two places. He's either or in the Sabo office river. Yep. or he's on the river or the lake or uh, out hunting somewhere. Uh, insightfolios.com is where you can find more information on the website, insightfolios.com. Hey, check out the Simplicity Express plan while you're there. You can get a mini financial plan without even coming into the office just by going to insightfolios.com and look for the Simplicity Express button. It's a good starting point for some folks uh, to begin their retirement planning journey. Kevin's got about three decades of experience, so he's met with a lot of people over the years Uh, helping them plan for retirement and their financial future. And on today's show, we're talking about what that first visit with Kevin 
looks like. And we've already discussed a little bit about, you know, is there any prep that people need to do before they come in to meet? What it looks like when you have to address something serious in somebody's plan and the types of questions maybe that you can expect when you come in for that visit. Kevin, I also want to know what's a common issue or strategy that you end up pointing out to people that they didn't even know to ask about? Like when do you uncover those, you know, the things that you didn't even know that you needed to know? Where are you finding those elements most of the time? Wow, that's a good question, Walter. And it's typically the same thing. So when we build your simplicity plan, your income plan, when you come in, there's typically what we call a shortfall. So and the shortfall is this. You need $50,000 income and you have 40 coming in. So we have a shortfall of $10,000. Where is that shortfall? How do we fill that shortfall? And that's from the investments that you've saved over time. So I tell everybody, whether you fix it yourself, I fix it, you have somebody else fix it, there's a strategy of how you're going to fill that shortfall from your investments. Now, and the strategies are going to be different for everybody. It's depending on what we call your retirement number. So there's there has to be a strategy put in place, and that strategy has to enable you not to run out of money before you're, you, you leave this earth. And that's the big thing that we see people come into is the shortfall has to be fixed. Now, the shortfall... Typically, everybody has it because when we build the port, we build your plan, we're going to factor in inflation. We know inflation is high right now. So you may not have a shortfall for the first five or six years. So you need that $50,000. Maybe you got 52 coming in. But with inflation, 3%, let's say, that's going to be 51.5 the next year and so on and so forth. Most people have a shortfall somewhere down the road that we have to we have to deal with. And that's where the planning comes in. That's where the experience comes in. That's what we do here. That's what I love doing is helping people fix that shortfall. I'm going to show you three or four different strategies from a different investments that will work to fix that, to fill that in. In other words, I want something that we don't have to sell principal or we don't have to sell um, shares or something. I want something that comes in regardless what the stock market does. And there are investments that do that. So that's the number one strategy I point out that people, oh, I've never gotten that before. You know, now I'm, now I'm kind of understanding. Because I think what advisors do is they, when you typically come into an advisor's office, you're going to gather all the information and they're going to do the most important thing in, in my mind, and that's build the plan without you there. You need to be involved in building this plan. Why? Because you'll understand it as we go through. It's, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz pulling the, the curtain back, and you can see how we think, and you can see how we build fan, plans, and in my case, you can see how I'm going to fill that shortfall. Very helpful there, Kevin, as well. Again, if you've got questions for Kevin, you can call him at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- Eight eight five seventy five twenty six. Everybody's situation obviously is different, but there's some common things I'm sure that pop up in meetings from time to time. Uh, is there ever a case to switch gears for a moment, Kevin, where you have to tell somebody that you can't help them or that you're not a good fit, perhaps? Yes, uh, it doesn't happen too often, but there's a couple of scenarios here I can think of. Every once in a while, you know, have somebody come in and we put the plan together for them. Everything looks good. You know, they have the diversification they need. They have a good income plan that's producing income. And I'll just, you know, we'll look at it and I say, based on what you're doing, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think you're good to go. We just had that the other day. Had a couple come in uh, with one of their accounts. And I said, I would keep that account that you have because they have an account in there that you can't typically get outside and they had a guarantees to it. So, you know, in, in that particular situation, they were all, all good. And then on the other hand, we'll have somebody who'll come in, maybe they're six months away from retirement, 
and they didn't save very much and have a big shortfall and there's no way I can fill it. And we have to have that conversation too. So there's two sides of that story. You're either doing good or you're not doing so good and time has ran out where we don't have enough time to plan, you know, for you to get you up and running and fill that shortfall. And then the, the um, you know, the conversation turns to, well, you're going to have to work a lot longer in that case, but we're going to at least tell you whether you're sitting good or whether you're sitting bad. And then if we can help you, we're going to point you in the right direction. I guess last but not least, Kevin, uh, can you fill in the blank for us as we talk about these uh, these first visits with you in the office? When a visit with you ends, people often say blank. Oh, I get this all the time, and I just had this the other day. It's that they finally understand how their income plan is working. I get that consistently. All right, we, we show your Social Security. We show your pensions. We show the shortfall. We show how investments are going to fill that shortfall. And more often than I would say seven, if we had 10 people come in, Walter, I'd say seven of them would say, I finally get it. Wow. This is this is easy to understand. This is the first time, and that's why we call it simplicity, because we want to keep it simple. This is the first time this has made sense to me in all of these years. We get that consistently for, I would say, seven out of 10 people easily, if not more. And that's the one thing, you know, we, we like to hear. Because if I don't hear that at the end of the meeting, I usually point out, you're confused. What did I mess up? How can we clear it up for you? Well, that's great. When you can clear things up for people, that type of uh, result, I think, is what we ultimately can all strive for and be happy with. You know, if, if we get our understanding uh, improved and we get on a better track, we're all going to be in better shape for it. So if you've got questions for Kevin, you want to tap into that three decades of experience. He was born and raised in Pinconning and, of course, still operates the business right there. Come in, say hello, have a conversation, find out what it takes to get to and all the way through retirement with a solid financial plan. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. Get in touch, have a conversation about your financial life, about your retirement, what you can do to improve things going forward. 888-885-PLAN. Come in for that non-threatening first visit, that initial conversation with Kevin and the team. 888 888- 885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-PLAN. And you can also go online to insightfolios.com if you want more information via the web before you come in. Well, Kevin, thank you for the help on going over everything that it takes to come through your first visit. I would say it sounds to me like it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to come in, say hello, have that conversation with you. It's uh, a really easy process, yeah, Walter. Yeah, doesn't sound I mean, overwhelming. The, the, the hardest part is getting started for people. That's the hardest part of all of this. P- picking up the phone and making the call, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so if you can overcome that barrier, uh, it gets easier, and it's really just a nice conversation from there. So pick up the phone, give a call. Again, the number is 888-885-PLAN. More to come. Stay tuned. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the, anyone, anyone. It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. You're listening to Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray, financial coach, Insight Folios, office based in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. 
Click the listen button and you can listen to past radio shows or you can ask questions. We might feature it on a future show if you want to do that. Uh, You can also talk to Kevin about picking up a copy of his book, Navigating Through Retirement. He's the co-author of the book. If you want to give him a call and uh, talk to him about that, you can dial 888-885-PLAN. 888-885-PLAN. I want to take a couple minutes on the show to talk about famous last words. An engineer who helped build the Titanic, in fact, said even God himself could not sink this ship. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know that that was a big oops. And so I want to talk about some of the financial statements that people make that often end up coming back to bite them. Have you ever done this in life, Kevin? You say some some sort of absolute and it comes back and nips you a little oh, bit? A few times, yeah. Okay. It happens to the best of us, I think. Um, all right, so here's one, and I can imagine some of our listeners may be saying this. You know, I told myself a few years ago that I'd get out of the market if it ever recovered what I lost in the crash, but now I think I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. We hear that. How often, Walter, do you think we hear that here? Uh, at least weekly, if not daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you a question, Walter. Let's, let's have a little fun with this one a little bit. So when we talk investments, Every week, what's the biggest uh, thing that we say? If you're in the market, you have to be uh, willing to lose money. Yep. Okay. Well, yep. Because it's a long-term investment, right? right? Ready for so the let's risk. Look, yeah. Let's look. Let's look back to 1957 because I was just going through this the other day. Okay. The S and P since now 1957 has gained. What would you think? What would you guess annually since 1957? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a 10 percent or something like that every year. For pretty close. 10.7 okay. average, now, right? Average. Yep. So now we focus on, you know, we can go back to 1957 and say, if you've been invested, you'd average 10.7 cents. But what, is, what does the media have us focus on? It's the short-term, you know, six-month period or even a year period, right? They always categorize it in a year period. Should we not do mm-hmm. five, 10-year, 15-year periods? Because if we look long-term, this is what happens. So let's look at the average investor. How much do you think the average investor lagged behind the S&P 500 for just this first half? And it would have been 2021. Uh, oh, 20% more, maybe? No, it's, it was 3%, 3 to 4%. Oh, 3%, to, okay. Yep, Delbar. And that's exactly what's happened. They're trying to time the market. You cannot do that. It's impossible to time the market. You may get lucky here or there, but the key here is long-term investing you got to be a long-term investor you can't time it you can't get in you can't get out because if anybody knew when the absolute bottom was they wouldn't tell you they'd be making all the money if anybody knew when the absolute high was they wouldn't tell you they'd be making all the money long term so if you're in the market be diversified that helps you know look long term don't try to time it don't try to get in and out because delbar has done Lots of studies, and in some studies, they've lagged the market 4 to 6% because you're trying to time it, trying to get in and out. It's long-term investment. Keep that in the back of your mind and invest like that. It's a great point. Uh, that's a really good one. So that's maybe a famous last word that we've all maybe thought about uttering in the past. What about this one? Hey, I like the security of keeping my money in cash because I know at least I won't lose it. I've heard that comment more and more from people lately. Yeah, so they don't lose it. So let's look at current the way current things are doing right now. So I just looked up in my bank, the current money market at one of the local credit unions here. What do you think it is? If you open up a money market account, and I think you had to put $10,000 in there, what interest oh, rate do you Oh, we're still less than a percent, right? Yeah, 0.15. Oh my gosh. Now, 0.15. What's the inflation rate for 2021, Walter? Oh, we're, we're what are we, like 8% or something yeah, like that? Seven. Yeah. Seven, okay. So what, what this is doing is you're keeping your money in the bank, 
because you don't want to lose any. You think you're not losing any. The inflation rate is 7%. You're earning 0.15. So what you're doing is you're slowly going broke in, in that instance. Because it costs 7% more to buy a hamburger. It costs seven, a lot more to buy gas. So there are things out there that if you're keeping your, your money in cash because you don't want to lose it, there's, there's guaranteed accounts. Of, there's fixed annuities that are paying over 3% now. Uh, there's I-bonds, we talk about that right now, that are paying 9.6 or 9.7%. So there's other alternatives to setting money in cash that has some guarantees. And if you're doing that, give me a call because there's, there's better ways to at least try to keep up with inflation and make more money on your money sitting in cash. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely one where a lot of people get that fear engine going a little bit. Yeah. You know, the, the first example we had, the greed engine gets going a little bit. This one, the fear engine gets going a little bit. And you can see the different directions that starts to pull on you a little bit. Uh, here's another good one. Famous last words here, Kevin. Nobody in my family has lived past 75. So you know what? I'm not really planning to live a long time either. And that really impacts how people then treat their money, right? If they have an, a, a mindset like that. Well, yeah, we have a family here in town that... Um for whatever reason, they have, you know, heart disease. And most of the people I knew passed away from a heart attack in that one particular family, and it extends out there. But the people that are here started realizing, now this is years ago that this has been happening, started realizing, hey, I better get to the doctor and find out what's going on. So guess what? They went to the doctor, and then they started a course. They have a plan, you know, to prevent that from happening. So there's quite a few of them here that, foreseen it and maybe they had to get some you know stents or maybe something like that but they're still here and they're living past 75 in fact the one person i'm talking to about right now said that probably 20 years ago now he's over 80 medical conditions medical you know medical procedures all the all the advances in the medical community is going to help you live longer and longer and longer so walter i want to ask you a question would you rather if you came into my office would you rather i plan for more than enough income or not enough income? <laughs> that's an easy one. More than enough. More than enough income. So plan for more than enough income. That's that's pretty easy. And if I, you live... I'm okay leaving a little on the table. Yeah, you know? if you, yeah, if you live past 75, you'll be taken care of. And like you said, if you're not here, well, leave it to your, you know, you want to plan leaving a little bit on the table the best possible way. Very good. It's a great synopsis so far. These are famous last words that folks often have about their finances and retirement and uh, why we want to maybe reverse some of this thinking when we can. Uh, if you have questions for Kevin, you can reach out by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's the show number and the way to get in touch. We won't put you on live on the air. Don't worry. You can call and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Kevin. Leave a voicemail if you get that message and uh, have a conversation with him later on about your situation. 888-885-PLAN. And just say, hey, Kevin, I want to have a, uh, a review of my plan with you when you have the time, and we'll uh, set it up. Uh, I won't ever go into the nursing home, Kevin. I'd rather just be put out of my misery than have to end up there. How many times I'm sure you have heard that one. Hundreds and hundreds, Walter. Yep. And I can give you an example of an uncle of mine who said the same thing. He'll go out in the woods, he'll sit down, and you'll never find him. That was his plan for a nursing home in case it ever happened. Do you know what happened to him? Ended up in a nursing home? I'm guessing. Ended up in a nursing mm -hmm. home because he had a massive stroke and now you can't walk. You know, you, he couldn't talk. He couldn't, he couldn't move. He had to have people 24 hours a day mm -hmm. helping him. That's not a plan, is it? No. Walking out in the way because if you have to be put in that place. So God forbid that this happens to you. Let's sit down and let's look at some planning. Number one, maybe you have enough assets where you can self-insure. 
If not, number two, let's start looking at some options. Let's look at the insurance. Let's look at other things that will keep you out of the nursing home. Because, Walter, if you buy nursing home insurance, what's the thing first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, well, I've heard lots of people say, oh, it's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive, mm-hmm. right? But how expensive is it, number one, if you had to shell out $80,000 a year out of your pocket? Yeah, That's crazy. pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, is when people hear nursing home insurance, they're thinking it only pays if you go to the nursing home. It doesn't. It pays for at home. You can bring somebody in your home. It pays for assisted living. And last case scenario is nursing home. So don't sit there. Don't think that you're going to be put out of your misery or you know, somebody's going to do it for you. It's not going to happen. It's you. You have to sit down and plan for it. And it's typically the men that say that, uh, Walter. So don't go into retirement because you insure your house, you insure your boat, you insure your iPhone, you insure your cars, you insure everything but your biggest asset. And that's what's taking you 30, 40 years to accumulate. Don't go down that road. Great points, Kevin. And if you want to get in touch again, 888-885-PLAN, the number to call. Not only are you talking finances and money, but you're talking life stuff like this. You know, What's that plan for your living plan, your life plan, your house plan, all those kinds of things as you age, as you get older? How is that all handled with the family? All those kinds of things are incorporated in this. Last but not least, famous last words of some folks are when they say, I can always go back to work if I really have to. I guess you're really hearing this from folks who aren't quite ready for retirement, but they want it so badly, they they just kind of jump on it a little early. Yeah, well, I have a, I'm telling stories about relatives now, but I had a cousin who worked for General Motors and then retired and and saved up enough money. There's no no issues there, but he just didn't find a purpose. He was bored, so he went back to work for Campbell Soup uh, down there in Ohio. But he had major hearing loss from. Uh, working from General Motors. And in his job, he had to hear buzzers and, you know, bells and all these other types of things and alarms to keep going on. He couldn't. So just because you want to go back to work, you have to be employable. You know, you have to be healthy. You have to have meet certain criteria. And as long as your health is good, you can probably do that. But what if things change and you can't? That's why don't leave it to chance. Sit down, do some planning so you don't have to say, I can always go back to work if I really have to. Let's let's plan so you really don't have to do that. Let's sit down and let's dig in and let's get a, a certain, you know, a really good income plan put together for you so you never face that opportunity. Because we have people who had, had to go back to work. I meant them and they come in the office because they didn't do the planning. Don't let that happen to you. It's as simple as picking up a phone and starting the conversation, as Walter always says. I see this not very often. Hey, that's but my I line. Time to, yes. <laughs> I see it not very often, but I see it from time to time. Don't put yourself in that bucket because you only have you and yourself to blame for doing that. Again, if you want to call Kevin and have that conversation, it's 888-885-PLAN. Schedule your first visit, complimentary, no cost, no obligation to come in, say hello, and chit-chat a little bit about what's going on in your financial life. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. Make sure you're on the right track to get to and all the way through retirement with a great financial plan from Kevin Ray and the team at Insight Folios. 888-885-PLAN. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Planning for retirement shouldn't feel like rocket science. According to the equation, S equals one-half A-T squared. But it's easy to get lost in the financial jargon. Keep listening to clear up the confusion. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on the show today. Kevin, my question for you this week, would you rather go to the beach or go camping? 
I think this is an easy one to pick what you would do here. Now, what would you pick, Walter? Well, camping, because you're always fishing and hunting and out in the wilderness. So, Well, I, I do like that stuff, but we don't camp. We always stay in someplace in lodges or something like that. Oh, I, okay. I'm too old to camp anymore, but I, I still do. I should take that back. But I love the beach. Now, I know I probably shocked a lot of people, but there's something about that ocean rolling in. You leave the window mm-hmm. open. You can walk for miles up and down. The, you know, we go to Hilton Head a lot. I love that area. And, uh, you know, you see the dolphins, you can catch a sunrise, and it's just awesome down there. I think that's a thing. Now, if you'd asked me 30 years ago, I probably would have said camping. Okay. But as I'm getting But you, older, you also are in that, even if you don't, like, pitch a tent and camp, you're in the camping environment all the time because of the fishing and the hunting and all that stuff that you do right. relatively frequently compared to your beach trips are probably less frequent, I would imagine, right? So yes. you, those are more special to you, and you, maybe that's you feel called to those, you know, a little bit more strongly. Yes, then you hit it right on the head because I'm always, you know, I'm always out in the outdoors. So I guess, you know, I sold my fifth wheel few years ago so that kind of tells you about the camping prospect but i love the outdoors Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong you know i'll be there but the beach happens once or twice a year and i just look forward to it so very cool that's uh that's awesome Uh, i you you stumped me you tricked me i wouldn't have expected that i thought Uh, so i do think you're right though the definition of camping uh varies greatly here you know there's are we counting being in a nice big comfy rv as camping or do we have to be in a tent on the ground like that that might change which one i'd rather be at pretty quickly well, that is. Now, which one is which one are you? I don't know. I haven't done a lot of camping. I've done a little bit of camping here and there. I don't know. I'm going to probably say beach. Yep. Now you're becoming a mountain man. You know, you're traveling to the That's mountains, true. and you're like, so that may change. Yeah, could change. We're going to give camping a try uh, a little bit more over the next year or so, and see if that changes changes my mind. If I have good gear, you know, I, I've only really camped when I was very poor and had no gear, and so <laughs> uh, like one of our camping experiences, we forgot to like bring lights, and then it got dark at six o'clock, and we we're like, uh oh, what are we going to do the rest of the night? <laughs> Well, you don't have a good rainproof tent that storms, right? Yeah. That's the other problem. Yes, yeah. exactly. Or it's just it's been very humid the other times that I've uh, that I've gone camping. So that kind of really has taken it out, taken some of the fun out. Now you could, Kevin, go camping on the beach in some locations. So you could technically have both of these. I would do that in a minute. That would be pretty fun, I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, need to find a beach where they allow or, that. But uh, or at that my would be age, fun. I would I would go glamping. Glamping. So, there you yeah, go. Yeah. 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 Get a yurt and go glamping. Something. I had comfortable accommodations. Let's just put it that way. We'll start calling you Millennial Kevin after that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Getting to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Let's roll straight from that into our final question of the week from one of our listeners, Rhonda, sending this question in. If you've got questions, you can send them in. Email Kevin at insightfolios.com. Rhonda says, I've been putting 10% into my 401k for years, and it's always grown for me. But recently, it seems stagnant. I'm still putting money in every paycheck, but my account balance has barely changed in the past six months. Should I be investing in something different or stopping my contributions as a response to this poor performance? Rhonda, we get that from time to time, but you keep, you should, in my opinion, keep investing. Here's why. You said your account's rather stagnant, so that tells me you're diversified because if we look at the S&P 500 year-to-date, it's down somewhere around 20%, negative 20%. NASDAQ's negative 30, and it's all over the place. So your contributions going in, you're buying, if you're in the S&P 500, you're in the NASDAQ, you're in small cap stocks, wherever it is, you're buying those stocks at a 20 to 30% discount in this scenario. 
So why wouldn't you do that? It's, it's a Kmart blue light special. I'm telling you how old I am since there's no Kmart <laughs> anymore, right? So I would continue that, and then maybe I would start and talk to your advisor. I would maybe get a little bit more aggressive on what you're taking out of your paycheck. Now, I'm just talking your paycheck, your contributions, and buy something that is way, way down right now. So, Rhonda, I, I think you, you should do just the opposite of what you think you're doing and continue investing because this is long-term. And we got to remember, long-term investments, but take advantage of the markets when they're down and buy a lot more shares of whatever you're investing into, and you'll see, you should see a reward in the end of all of that. It's a really good question, Rhonda. Thanks for sending that one in to us. And if you have questions about your financial plan, don't hesitate to reach out to Kevin this week. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888-885-7526. You can get a complimentary review of your financial plan and get on the right track to achieving your retirement goals. But give them a call now, 888-885-PLAN. Don't procrastinate into the future. 888-885-PLAN. Leave a message. Kevin will follow back up with you along with the sensational Stacy. Get you on the calendar or have that conversation over the phone via Zoom if you need to or come into the office in Pinconning and get on the right track. 888-885-PLAN. That's the number to call. Kevin, thank you so much for your help and guidance on the show today. Really enjoyed this one, and we will chat again soon. Have fun, Walter. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. That's Kevin Ray. This is Simply Financial. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.